Welcome to Help Wanted, recruiting in today's world with Nikki Wallace. Nikki and her guests are here to help you understand the labor force and how to recruit and hire for small businesses and other companies in today's dynamic and ever-changing world. Now, let's get into it. Here's Nikki. Hello, listeners. This is Nikki Wallace, your host on Help Wanted, recruiting in today's world. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, only a couple more weeks left of our series, so um, excited to have Cordell back on the show. Hi, Cordell. Hey, how's your day going today? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Welcome back. Good to be back. I feel like I'm more important since I'm a returner now. More important. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, well, we're we're glad to have you. So um, today we wanted to touch on a, a really something that keeps coming up in the marketplace. Um, you don't always hear the word, I guess, personal branding or the words, I guess is, is a better way to say it. But um, I think it's kind of situational awareness or self-awareness. Um, and I don't know, something we get asked a lot about. So we're going to kind of dive into that today and kind of trends we see. Um, obviously, we're as you as the recruiter, Cordell, you probably have some good thoughts and, and tips along the way. But um, wanted to also take the opportunity to introduce our business. Um, I don't think I've, I've necessarily done that on the show yet. So um, kind of us and our business and and who we are, um, and then we'll jump into personal branding. So um, I know I've introduced myself um, at the beginning of the series, but I am Nikki Wallace, uh, the uh, CEO and founder of Hire DSM and Recruit DSM. So Recruit DSM um, being our RPO services, our recruiter process outsourcing services, and Hire DSM being a full service staffing company. So um, I'll jump into more of what we do, but Cordell, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Like she said, Cordell, I'm a, I'm a recruiter here with Hire DSM. I would say that I primarily focus on um the labor labor industries, so yep. manufacturing, uh, warehousing, production, construction, things on that side. Um, do some work with skilled trades as far as welders, things of that nature as well, and um, you know just sourcing, screening candidates, and um, helping them find work. Yeah, love it. We're happy to have you here. So, um, talking about really uh, recruit DSM, I think we we don't necessarily talk about that a ton, but it's really how we as a company were born. Um, so as a recruiter process or recruiting process, you could say it either way, um, outsource RPO recruiting process, outsourcing, um, kind of as a tongue twister firm, basically what that is, is you partner with a a client or a company, um, and do their recruiting for them on their behalf. So there's generally some type of an agreement, um, based around, uh, KPIs or metrics for like specifically sourcing, or it could be for their full cycle. Um, just kind of depends on what the company is looking for, but it's a really cool model. Um, I've never done it before. Um, but recruit, you know, the recruit DSM side, there's a lot of, um, success there, um, that we've seen with clients over the years. So as we've grown and evolved, I've really wanted to, um, keep that as a service under kind of the NMW companies, um, because I do think there's a lot of companies that could benefit from that. So um, Hire DSM, we actually launched that then. Um, so we rebranded our original company, NMW um, Consulting Group, and to um, the Recruit DSM. And then we expanded into the um, true staffing. So full service um, contract, contract to hire, direct placement um, services, um, 
just in here in January. So it's been super fun to add that. Um, it's everybody on our team, except for one of us actually comes from agencies. So, um, it's kind of our bread and butter and, um, yeah, we were excited to take that plunge and add those services. So our mission really around um, higher DSM uh, or with higher DSM is just pretty simple. Find candidates with the best skills, experience, and personality to fit the jobs of our clients. So um, I, you know, coming from the industry, I'm super passionate, as is my team, of just being good partners to our clients and making sure, um, you know, we're coming to the table with strategy and really being the business partner to them. So um, we do serve really in everything non-IT. So healthcare, construction, I know Cordell mentioned a bunch of this, but healthcare, construction, industrial, uh, manufacturing, um, we have folks on our team that focus on each of those um, industries. So anything from labor, uh, you know, general labor to, um, you know, director, director level, um, manufacturing, industrial, whatever. So um, we see a lot of different things and have a lot of experience on our team, which is awesome. So that's us. So if you need folks, call us. <laughs> that was good. That yeah, was good. good I, know. I know. I can't believe I've like, I'm this far in the show and I've never really explained our services. So there's just so much other things and so many other things if I could talk right to, to talk about. So um, with that, let's get into personal branding. So obviously um, we've seen a lot, the, the industry, everything really has changed, um, you know, over the last 10, 12 years that I've been um, recruiting. And so personal branding, I would say is, is definitely one of them. I don't think it's something we've heard until recently, like I, I said earlier, but as internet and social media has evolved, um, you know, personal branding has become more and more important. So um, we're excited to talk about it and give you guys all some tips and tricks around what you can do to make sure you have a strong personal brand. Um, so when I think of personal brand, like the framework, essentially, I, I don't know, I simplify it. It's who I am and why am I here? Um, really, that's like, I know that's like super simple, but it's like, who, who am I as a person or employee and, and why am I here? So uh, what are some things that that make myself unique? Um, what are some things that make me stand out amongst my peers or, or other folks may, maybe in the industry? So um, really a personal brand is very similar to a business brand. So I even think of, um, you know, when we kind of dove into expanding and all the things with our service, it's like, you know, setting the foundation and making sure that you have all these components um, within a business. It's very similar personal brand Um you know, with yourself. So when thinking of your personal brand, um, I think it is good to reflect back um, to the to your own framework. Um, and then the important part that we'll really get into with tips is how do you present that to social media or through social media or through your resume or whatever. So um, much like building a business brand, um, I think you start, like I said, tangible. Um, what are the tangible things? So who are you? What are your titles? Um, what are, you know, what's your name? <laughs> like all those simple things, like, you know, how are you showing up, um, on social media with, with just some of those things of, of literally like who you are, um, thinking about credibility too. So your certifications, um, you know, do you have, were you a Valvictorian? Were you, you know, do you have your SHRM? Um, whatever the, the credibility or, or, you know, designations might be. Um, and then going to your strengths and your skills. So, um, 
you know, thinking about how you're going to represent yourself through social media or resume or whatever. Um, it's, you know, making sure that you have those things on there um, and, you know, kind of give a, a picture of what your strengths are, like what you can actually do uh, related to uh, the the credibility or, or the brand elements that you've already set. So, and then your values and your purpose. So, um, like what, what do you stand for? Um, making sure I think a company spend a lot of time up on, you know, your values and your purpose or your mission statement and all of that. Um, and I think, again, it's good for, for you as a individual to do that as well. So mouthful, there's a lot of things to it. Yeah. 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 I think, I think the big thing there is just, um, you know, your why, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, you know, in the past companies that I've been with, it's, the big thing that they focus on is, you know, what's your why? Why right. do you wake up in the morning? Why do you show up to work? What makes you motivated? You know, when days are not so good, because mm-hmm. not every day in, at work is going to be good. You know, you're going to run right. into some things. So I think your brand, your purpose is really that thing that gets you through, especially those hard times. For sure. Yeah. And it's good. I mean, again, I think so many of these things are turning into buzzwords, but I, there really is a lot of good stuff there. And I think just like taking time to reflect, I know as I've gone through kind of my journey with recruiting and leaving the agency I was at prior um, and, you know, creating recruit and hire, um, you know, thinking and reflecting, like, what, what do I want to do? Where am I good? Where are my skills? Um, I literally went and asked for feedback from people I used to work with in the past and just said, like, you know, me, you know what I can do. Um, so, you know, what, how do you see me in this space? So it's kind of cool, but anyway, so three tips, I'll let Cordell start. So when we talk about branding tips, um, really there's three things that we, as we sat down and kind of peeled back the layers and and thought about what's important here, we came up with, um, three, three things to be cognizant of when you're putting yourself on social media or, presenting yourself um, in different areas. So online presence, um, authenticity and consistency and networking. So I will pass it to Cordell and quit talking. So he can talk about what he really sees um, from an online presence. Yeah, no, I think um, like what you said at the beginning, you know, the online presence piece hasn't always been the most important thing, but as time goes on and we become more of a technological age, um, you know, what you do online, your social media, it really does tie into a lot of areas Yes. Um, in the workplace, especially. So, I mean, there's, there's very basic things that you can do. Um, you know, when I was in college, not too long ago in the business school, it was always pushed into our heads, you know, hiring managers will look at your social media, mm-hmm. hiring managers will look at your social media. So, you know, be smart about what you're putting right. on there, you know, pictures you put on there, tweets you have. It's on the internet, it's going to get found. Yeah. I mean, that's really true. And you hear that. And as a college kid, you're like, they won't do that. Right. You know, they're just, they're just saying these things, but being a recruiter, I can attest like, yeah, hiring managers definitely will look at your social media or at least, um, mm-hmm. you know, like Facebook, because everyone seems to have a Facebook. Right. Um, so it's just important to be mindful. Um, you know, it's not like if you put something on there about, you know, whatever that it's really that big of a deal. It's just, you know, there's certain things that you can have on there that will, you know, flag a hiring manager. Yep. So 
just being cognizant of that. Um, I think, yeah, it's like, think of when you, you know, a lot of HR folks are listening to this show and it's like, when you receive a a resume, what's the first thing you do? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You probably read the resume quick and then you go Google them or, you know, Facebook. Well, in today's or LinkedIn, I know LinkedIn is really popular now and, you know, not everybody necessarily uses LinkedIn or has a super up-to-date LinkedIn, but you know, in the higher level roles, LinkedIn is obviously a big thing. And I think like you were, you were saying, you know, with the certifications, things like that, having yep. all those things on your LinkedIn is really valuable mm-hmm. because if, if I'm sourcing on LinkedIn and maybe uh, a license or a certificate of some kind is a requirement, yeah. if I don't see that on your profile, I might think that you're not a fit when in actuality you are. So yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like from like a recruiter sourcing strategy like if it's not on there like you might get passed up for the next opportunity if it's not on there it's almost like you don't have it which sounds bad to say um but you want to i mean almost brag about yourself i mean if if you're really good at what you do and you're a force in your industry i mean hype yourself up a little bit there's nothing wrong with that um but going in that's like one of the one of the points i wanted to make for an online presence so having an up-to-date linkedin profile um an email address that uses your name and not a wild email address as crazy as that sounds we've seen some good ones in the manufacturing industries that's not always super common now if you're you know in the hr field or you're a high level director obviously that probably sounds like uh you know second nature to you but not for everybody so um the the framework that we kind of went over like nikki was going into so you know think of it like a pyramid you know you're your main values kind of at the top. And then as it trickles down, you know, all the things that you had went into, you know, the credibility, things like that, who you are, why you're here. Um, And then active social media accounts that, like I said, showcase your expertise and industry knowledge. Um, You know, a lot of people on LinkedIn that I see that are really entwined in their industries, they're, you know, making posts about, you know, tips and tricks or they're, um, you know, sharing articles that are very industry specific on, you know, new trends, new technologies. And those are all things that really can help tie in your personal brand. You know, if you want to be known as an expert in your field or Mm -hmm. someone that if someone wants to get into your field can reach out to, Mm because that's another thing in college that they tell young people to do is, excuse me, get on LinkedIn, search for experts in your field and just try to pick their brain. And that can be a really good way to attract younger talent, you know, if you want to look at it that way, but there's, you know, really a lot of pros behind just keeping yourself updated. So people are able to kind of see that. Um, I think that's big or even just liking posts of people because, you know, that pops up on or following, following certain groups. Yeah. Following big, big people in your industry or groups. You have all the tips. Um, I didn't even think about some of these. It's what what young, young people are supposed to be good at. (laughs) <laughs> is just the online part. So, um, you're all, saying I'm old? No, not at all. Remember, we found out middle Some age, days. middle age, oh, yeah, even, like 45. I'm middle age. Oh, but all I'm not like quite that. there, but we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess fun little thing we can do here. So, like an example of an email address. Let's just say my name's Cordell Parks. Like I think my my email growing up was CJ Parks twenty eight. So, you know, it's got my, got my name, my favorite number, that number's there because of Adrian Peterson, best running back of all time. I don't even know who that is. It's all right. Um, 
so for example, like Cordell Parks at, you know, Gmail at Yahoo, you know, it's simple. It's got my name. Yeah. Um, you know, oftentimes you put like numbers or stuff. That's totally fine. Um, but something that like, if someone were to look at your email, they know it's you and they're not wondering. Um, now on the other side, this is a real email that I've seen, uh, dragon slayer 69 at whatever, probably not the most uh, professional, uh, email address ever that you can use. Um, it's so embarrassing when we have to like send those to managers after they get an offer and they need like their credentials. It's like, Oh man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's not like it's the end of the world, but you just, you don't want to like give a recruiter or an HR manager anything to remember you in like a negative way. Right. When they, when they think of you, what do they think of? You want them to think of, oh, he had really good experience. Not, oh, he's the guy with a weird email. Yeah. Like that's not exactly what you want to be known for when it comes to trying to get a job. So I'm laughing because I didn't really share with you what my email was growing up. <laughs> oh, now I'm worried. I know. Well, you ready for it? Sure. Sticky underscore Nikki underscore zero five at gmail.com. Sticky Nikki? Not what you think. And when I like looking back, I'm like mortified that that's what I had. <laughs> it. Do you want to know the whole story behind Sticky Nikki? Sure. A lot of my high school friends will they'll remember this, but when I was growing up, we used to play, you remember, you might not even know this. This is going to age me. Like the double dare. Like, yeah. did you ever, like, you had to put dog cards. Dare, triple dog dare. Yeah, Nickelodeon, yeah. you had to put, like, cards on your head. And then yeah. they would, like, yeah, well, I got a, a situation on the game where, like, I had to either pick the card or get a pie in the face. And I wasn't going to get a pie in the face. I had to do the dare. And the dare was to do jumping jacks with peanut butter under my armpits. Oh, gosh. When oh, I no. was, like, in fourth grade fifth grade well the thing is is my cousin actually thank you angie um somebody had taken a picture or i don't know whatever when we were playing this game and that resurfaced when we were in high school and so then everybody literally i still have friends that write on my like facebook wall hey stick like i don't they call me stick so kind of funny but perfect example of what you probably shouldn't do because everybody goes right to the gutter with that. And exactly. that's not even the intention of what the name was, but so funny going through some of these, I'm like thinking of that. And I was like, man, I am the don't example when I was in middle school. And to, and to be clear, you can still have your own personal emails. Just don't use those emails for an application or something like that. <laughs> um, <sighs> you didn't expect that, did you? No, no, but I can't say I'm surprised. So. <laughs> um, yeah, as far as as far as like social media goes, um, you know, your other social medias besides LinkedIn, you know, like your Twitters and your your Facebooks and your Instagram, um, you know, those are great spots to leverage, you know, content about, you know, more more about yourself. So where do you think hiring managers look the most? Um, probably Facebook. I think it depends because, on the industry, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say people really look at Twitter that much mm -hmm. when it comes to like recruiting. Facebook's really popular. Um, yeah. Because usually everyone has a Facebook. It's just kind of like that big one. LinkedIn, you know, depending on like the level of position, but I would say those are the biggest ones. I mean, no one's really getting on your, your Instagram or your Twitter, but those are good places that you can help build your brand. Yeah. You know, you see people 
have accounts on those that are more like blogs. Yeah, and that's, that's true. That's how they've become, you know, who they are, or mm-hmm. how they share with people who they are, what they're trying to do. So if you're really into trying to brand yourself, I think those are great places to share content or just be you, um, but still be mindful because, you know, things can get around. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we actually like, all honesty, like throughout all levels of candidates and positions, like we have seen in the recent weeks, even people like we send a resume or talk to a manager about somebody. And like the first thing they do is go to Facebook. And we've had a couple people lately that haven't gotten the job because of stuff that they've had on their Facebook. Um, that's very personal. Um, and yeah, it's yeah, kind of interesting. It's an interesting line to cross, but it's also, you know, that's kind of where, like technology has taken recruiting and all of that. So yeah, it's very, it's very subjective. You know, every hiring manager is probably going to think different things are, you know, bad or good or whatever. So it's never know the impact that something is making on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you can always make your stuff, uh, your accounts private too. So, yeah, I mean, just, it just comes down to just being mindful. Like what, what would you want an employer to see? Like, yeah, when it comes to your brand, you always got to think back to your brand is how do I want people to remember me? How do I want people to think of me? Yeah. Like when I think Nikki Wallace, you know, I should think of what your brand is. Yeah. Now, if you think of me, you should think of what my brand is. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of another, another topic is like what I think my brand is and what other think, people think my brand is, if they're different, then I'm probably lying to myself yeah. about what my brand is. Because in reality, the only thing that matters is what other people think your brand is because well, it's how you're conveying, yeah, like if you're, yeah, which goes into the next point of authenticity and consistency. Yeah, I did that. That's a bridge. Yeah, that was a bridge. That was good. We didn't even plan that one. <laughs> so yeah, honestly, just to dive into this then, I think um, we lumped these together because I think authenticity and consistency really goes hand in hand. So I said it earlier, but what shows are like, what goes on the internet? We've all been taught, like if it goes on the internet, it's on the internet. So it's not going away. (laughs) It's like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except it actually ends up on Instagram. So um, thinking about like authenticity and consistency, like um, your authentic personal brand is really what sets you apart. And I think um, where people go wrong or where we've seen people go wrong, um, is when they really are one person in an interview or one person um, on a resume, and then they go into an interview and and it's, you know, a different person, it's a different candidate. Um, And it's kind of, yeah, overall, I think with social media and all of that, it it just is easier, like be yourself, um, be who you are. That's what makes you special. Um, I know one thing we talked about on this show is like um, doing guarantees and recruiting. And and I personally hate doing guarantees because every person is different, right? Even if you have um, similar background or similar like uh, path to where you are, everybody has different values. Everybody has different goals. Everybody is different. And so I think uh, being your authentic personal self or self is a big part of your personal brand and making sure that you show up across all platforms, uh, resume, social media, you know, whatever, um, as that person. So, um, 
people want to know the person um, behind the resume and behind the social media and know that it is consistent with kind of the persona that's that's coming up. So be true to yourself, your skills, um, your expertise. Make sure that you're not putting stuff out there that you actually don't know or that you actually don't do. Um, especially with technology now, like people are going to find that out <laughs> somewhere along the line. Um, whether it's, you know, the recruiter you're working with or the hiring manager. Um, and it's just easier to to be true and and you'll never have to remember a lie. So um the biggest thing here is consistency in resumes um and social media with dates. So you think of um when you apply for a job or you go um, are working with a recruiter, you want to make sure that the, the dates of your employment and things that you did really match up. So that's one thing we see a lot of people um, miss, which seems like such a silly and easy thing. But again, across all levels, I've seen it where, you know, you may have the wrong year or like a couple months difference. And, you know, instantly the hiring manager, because they have all of this social media and different things at their fingertips to, to check on candidates, um, they start asking questions and making stories in their mind. So just making sure that there is consistency um, for dates you worked places or like having an updated license, um, just making sure that that you're consistent around that. So believe it or not, people take time to actually look at that. So yeah. And I think little note there too, with, with how times have changed is it's all right to have job gaps on your yes. resume. I think, especially after COVID, job gaps and things like that have definitely been um, more accepted because mm -hmm. I mean, our world went through a pretty big like reset and shift. So yes. people understand that now more than ever, you know, sometimes you just need to take some time off for just some mental health. You right. know, sometimes you just need a break or, you know, there's different things. So don't, don't necessarily be ashamed or scared. If you do have a job gap, what I would say is just, you know, be prepared to talk through that because an interviewer will probably ask about it. Yes. But as long as you can um, explain that. Yeah. You know, there's, there's nothing to be scared of there. And just to kind of plug recruiters in general, whether you're working with us or another agency or whomever, um, if you do have big gaps because of personal things that have come up, I think that's when it is handy to work with a recruiter and, and help them or have them help tell your story as well. So obviously you can um, you know, write whatever you want on your social media about all of that. But I think, um, you know, being able, like you said, to, to tell that story and, and again, just as long as it's consistent across all lines of communication, um, generally we've seen people more, be more open to that. Do you have anything else on authenticity and consistency? I mean, I think that those are like really straightforward, but I don't honestly think people really think a lot about it. So it's just good to kind of be mindful of. Yeah, I think the big thing with the authenticity, like you said, is you have to be honest, um, like about yourself. Yeah. Because like I said, you know, if if you think your brand's one thing, but everyone else that you interact with think your brand's another thing, like whatever's in your head about your brand is is clearly off in yeah. some way. Um, and I think that's important to note that initially, if you don't know what your brand is, because I mean, that's kind of a weird question. Like right. saying, hey, what's your brand? Right. I mean, you this know, whole topic is kind it's of gonna, it's going to yeah. catch you up off guard a little bit like oh, I don't know I don't really think about that like on a daily basis because it's probably not something you do right but you know do some reflection and I mean I think everyone can at least come up with a why like why they go to work yeah I mean 
you don't get up in the morning and go to work unless you have something to motivate you. Right. Um, so I think that's just, just be true to yourself. And I mean, you shouldn't be scared to, uh, you know, portray who you are to other people. Yeah. You know, like I said, if, if you're really good at what you do, you know, hype yourself up a little bit. Don't be, now don't be conceited. Be your own hype man. Yeah. What it's like, called. you know, don't get cocky, you know, don't get big headed, but you should go into an interview or anything with confidence in who you are, yeah. what you can bring to the table. You're there for a reason. Generally, if people, if you're, if you're getting to an interview, you know, there's a reason that the recruiter picked you or that the, the manager picked, you know, to talk to you further. So, um, yeah, I love that you brought that up and own that. Mm-hmm. So, and then consistency, I mean, just repeatedly trying to do things that show who you are, show your brand yeah, is going to help, you know, really get that solidified, especially like on a LinkedIn, right. You know, you can start to gain followers if you really become, you know, like a, a force in your industry or people, you know, enjoy seeing what you have to say, what you have to share, you know, that only comes through consistency. Yeah. And it's like going to the gym, can't go to the gym for a week and expect it's yourself an to have washboard abs and uh, as I'm flexing, even like though no one's watching. Um, uh, Cordell, yeah, it's, as it's, you drink your beer. Yeah. It's the, it's the same thing with everything else. Like you can't do something for a couple of days or a no. couple of weeks or a couple of months and expect to get long-term results so and i think with consistency too it's not just um you know the habitual like being consistent with showing up in these spots but um just again aligning with or being consistent with your values beliefs um you know your personality um just with people looking at all of these things it's like if you're one thing here and you're another person on linkedin like that's just gonna again put you in a spot where probably managers are going to find that. Well, so. eventually if you're trying to be two different people, I guess one, per- one side of your personality was, is probably going to dominate the other eventually and people will find out and then you lose credibility Yeah, at that point. But important to note here, you can change your brand. Like yes. Your brain doesn't always have to be the same thing your whole life. Mine's like, changed. Things change. Motivations yeah. change. Um, life changes. I mean, you have a kid, your kid probably is, you know, in your brand or yeah. at least something like it's, yeah. it's going to be a huge part. Mind, of yeah. Exactly. So don't think that just cause you're, you know, you have a brand doesn't mean that you can't rebrand yourself. Right. I mean, just like you said, with a business, businesses rebrand themselves all the time, all the time for better yeah. or for worse, but we did a year and a half in. Exactly. Yeah. So love it. All right. Networking. This is one that a lot of people will cringe because a lot of people, I did. I, I know you don't like networking, even though I take you on things every once in a while. I didn't say I don't like it. You don't, or you do like it? No, I don't mind it. I yeah. just think it's such a broadly used word now. Oh yeah. I it's would like, agree. I'm going to network or I'm, I'm networking. It's, yeah. You know? Yeah. So when we think of networking really, um, it's tied to a personal brand. I, you know, kind of to Cordell's point, you can run the gamut on this, right? You can be at something five times a week. Um, Like I have a mentor of mine that her goal literally is like, I'm, you know, she's growing her business. um, And she said, you know, I make myself pick six networking events a week to be at. And I'm like, oof, that's exhausting. I went to two today and that's enough for me. Um, So I, it's not for everybody. um, But I do think it's important for a lot of reasons to, um, you know, even if you don't want to physically go to 
networking events, kind of to your point about being consistent on LinkedIn, sharing industry articles or sharing articles about, you know, the company you're working for. Um, I think just um, showing up kind of on those online platforms um, is definitely a way to network. So uh, there's a guy a couple of weeks ago, probably a month ago now that I two months ago, maybe that I met um, that he every week posts on LinkedIn, like cool people to meet in Des Moines. And Mm -hmm. it's like, um, a lot of people don't necessarily know him, but that's kind of his thing um, and how he promotes people, but then also is promoting himself. So, um, you know, through LinkedIn, there's a lot of cool things you can do now um, to network kind of within that social media setting. Um, you know, I would probably combine that with something outside of, of technology, but um, that's a that's a good one. So, um, attending industry events is another good thing. Um, if anything, that keeps you up on what's going on. And, and, um, I went to one today that was, um, around marketing and AI, like G, 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 C, what is that? C, G, G, P, T, G, P, T, chat, G, P, T. Yeah. See, I don't even know how to say it. Um, but it's like, you know, what's going on in the industry, what's going on, um, across industries, like in that situation, it's like, how is AI AI coming into our worlds, um, which is a whole nother topic, but, um, you know, you're going to meet a couple people, even if you don't want to meet the whole room and and work the whole room, um, just being there, being in attendance, um, maybe putting it on social media that you are there. Um, it's going to, you know, get you some credibility in the industry that, that you're in and, um, and you know, you benefit as well. So, because you never know if someone, who's there, you know, if you see them down the line, they might just recognize the face. And right. that's, it's a great icebreaker. Be like, Hey, you were at that talk a couple weeks ago, right? And yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm believe it or not an, an introverted extrovert. So some of those, oh. yeah. Did you know that you're learning all the fun things about me today, but they, they do like it is. It, sometimes it takes a lot for me to walk into a big room and, and do that. But um, you know, I know it's important for my brand, my company, um, to be at some of those things. And it, you know, I usually always pick the ones with good topics. So you do learn some stuff along the way. That's interesting, but, but yeah, any other thoughts? Uh, hopefully this helps you guys a little bit around, um, different tips or tricks or things that you can do. Um, one thing I, I'm glad that we brought up was the feedback piece. Cause I think, um, you know, just even asking a couple of folks that, that you work with or, um, you know, people in the industry that might be a mentor of yours or, or whatnot, um, I think to, you know, tell you, what do you think your personal brand is? That's kind of an interesting question. Be prepared for some answers that you don't expect. Do I want to know what you think my personal brand is? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but no but 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 seriously i mean if if you do go to you know coworkers or family members yeah. or friends and ask like what do you think my brand is i mean be prepared yeah i mean because i know i mean i asked my roommate the other day you did you what he said yeah um well he didn't really know what to say you know, he doesn't know really, it does kind of put he doesn't on. really come from the professional world and i feel like really yeah i mean he's um he's in education mm-hmm. so i mean i feel like it's a per, personal branding mostly comes up like in business. Um, but I mean, I think what he said is just, you know, pretty fun, loving, you know, laid back guy, which yeah. that's what I am like outside of the workplace. But 
I, I think you bring that into the workplace. But I guarantee you know. if I ask somebody here, I mean, they might say like, oh, you're laid back, but they're probably going to add more about like how I work or like yeah. how I operate. So yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good way to self-reflect, you know, asking other people what they see of you, yeah. you know, like in the past at jobs, you might think you're doing a really good job. And then you go into your <laughs> manager's office and ask, Hey, I want you to bluntly tell me like, how do you think I'm doing? And then all of a sudden they're like, well, I think you're doing good, but this, and you're like, yeah, I'm expecting that, right. but you have to be honest with yourself and really, because if your brand is different than how other people, then yeah, like there's stuff to work on. Like you're always. Involved. And I think it, yeah, it can go with like the opposite way as well. So I think like I've actually done this exercise. It's been a while um, when I was going through some things, probably six years ago, five years ago. Um, I sat down a couple of friends and asked for feedback on like how I show up and what they think. And they were actually, they gave me some, some feedback, but then they also were like, you know, so positive. And I was like in such a weird place that it was kind of cool to have like the positive feedback too. So I think, um, yeah, I would, I would encourage everybody to do it. It's kind of a cool exercise. How people, what yeah. people think. And so. then, and then try to in some way, you know, if you're not someone that has been mindful about your brand, because it's not something you probably think of on a daily no. basis more often than not, but I'd encourage you to try to find some kind of group forum, uh, LinkedIn page that aligns with your industry and allows you to grow your, your knowledge. For sure. That's, an, that's an action item to the audience. Action item to the audience. All right. Everybody email Cordell and tell them tell tell him how it went. Oh, I suppose I did give did give my personal email earlier on the show <laughs> that I still use. Cordell at hire-dsm.com. There you go. Yep. It's in the world. Or you can just go to our website and find them too. But awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope again that this um helps you at least take a nugget or two away from kind of what we're seeing in in the industry and um, throughout different industries um, as kind of the world has changed and evolved with technology and all the things. So um, we appreciate you listening. Um, we'll put our, our how to find us in our show notes. We'll see if anybody responds to us on, on their personal. What is What was your question? Oh, I didn't have a question. It was just an action item. Oh, action I item. Encourage, I'm encouraging people to try to live out their brand. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Well, good. Well, I hope everybody has a good week and thank you for listening. This is Nikki Wallace with Help Wanted Recruiting in Today's World. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Help Wanted Recruiting in Today's World. We hope we have helped you reach a higher level of understanding for today's workforce and the dynamics behind them. Until we talk again, have an outstanding week.